What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Bonds, here with Sully and Jones. We've got another good week for you. We are going to kick it off with a little NFL free agency, NFL draft talk. We're almost to the offseason. We got the AFC and NFC Conference Championships this weekend, a couple weeks away from the Super Bowl. And then before you know it, all the craziness will be here. Let's kick it off talking about the drafts. We got players declaring for this thing. A lot of guys we knew were coming out. Obviously, uh, big question is, where's Trevor Lawrence going to end up? Where's Justin Fields going to end up? We have Deshaun Watson, wants out of Houston. Looks like he's going to get out of Houston. Here, We know the Jets are the front runners. We know Miami might be a front runner for him. Sully, you want Deshaun Watson on your team over Sam Darnold, right? We're not going to say we don't want that. Yeah, of course. Um I mean, I think the Jets are in a great spot here. Um, you know, they Deshaun Watson wanted Sala, or he wanted at least either wanted them to interview them or wanted him as his coach. Obviously, he's the coach of the Jets. The Jets have all the assets. They have the second. Some most people consider them to have the best asset package. Um, it's them or the Dolphins, uh, depending what you think of Tua. But the Jets have the number two pick. They have what are the number twenty three or twenty four pick. Then they have um, they have a couple firsts um, in the future, and so we're gonna, you know, I'm willing to offer uh, the second overall pick, two future first rounders, and Sam Darnold. If you don't want Sam Darnold, I'll give you a second rounder. Um, that's that's the base of the deal for me. Little things can be tinkered here, swapping picks, a third, whatever, third rounder here, or there. Um, you know, not giving up Quinn Williams. I'm not giving up any other significant player other than Sam Donald. If Sam, he doesn't have to be in the deal. You can get a second for him um, from someone else, so we can recoup that. But um, I'm I'm pretty optimistic that we have a we we're gonna get him. He's liking things about him going to the Jets. His um his agent is liking things about going to the Jets. He's moving what is his cars to New York City like. All the signs, I know a lot of it is rumors and little things here and there, but all of them adding up and how well positioned they are for um, asset-wise, cap space-wise, everything to get him, I'd like to think we have at least a 50% chance to get him. I think it's going to be us or the Dolphins. Um, people are like, why not this team? Why not this team? Well, maybe they, they don't have, either they don't have the assets, they don't have the cap space, or, you know, they they. They don't have. Uh, they were. They already have a quarterback, and they, and, you know, there would be dead money there. So, I think it's really. I think those are the only two. I mean, I'm hearing the Panthers are a possible player. No, don't don't talk to me about the Panthers. Like they don't. They don't have. They don't have the assets either of the two teams have in in, in the Dolphins and the Jets. Uh, it's really suck if the Dolphins got them. Obviously, for me and Tom being in the division, but oh, it's gonna suck no matter who gets them. Whether it's one of you two for me. Now yeah, we're gonna have two. We're gonna have two top tier quarterbacks in the division at that point. The Patriots are gonna mm-hmm. be the bottom of the division forever. The Dolphins are better than us. The Jets will be better than us. The Bills are way better than us. It's not yeah, looking it's good. Like good New England fan right now. <laughs> looks like you're going into purgatory. Yeah, it definitely really, really upset. For, it definitely for these does. Struggling Boston fans. But, 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 what if? I mean, realistically. If Houston trades with Miami or the Jets, they're basically getting their draft pick from this year back. 
they're getting that if they get a first rounder for him, they get the, one of this year's first rounders. They're getting the draft pick they traded away to Miami for him back at number three there. If they trade to Miami, if they trade to the Jets, they're probably going to get one better. It's like they're going to get another good quarterback in Houston. I, it just sucks because there's no moves for the Patriots here. <laughs> there's no moves. They're sitting. I think you gotta. You gotta hope that. You gotta hope that some. Well, I mean, if you're a Mac Jones guy, he's probably gonna be available. Worst case scenario, the Patriots wouldn't have any trouble trading up, like you know, two to five slots. You know, they're yeah. fifteen now, I believe, right? Yeah. Which so they're I mean, actually, they have what, 16, 16 picks in this draft. Like, yeah. You throw you throw a, a third rounder at someone at twelve or thirteen, like no problem. You're getting up there, you know. They're actually um, projected to get um, Jalen Waddle. I've seen some mocks have Jalen Waddle go in there at fifteen. I wouldn't hate that if they can't get out of fifteen and they can't get a a, a good uh, quarterback at that point. I'd take Waddle. I'd take a solid. You know, yeah, receiver. you need a receiver. Bad. You I, need you need some umph. I, I really yeah. don't like. I'm not a huge receiver running back guy when it comes to the first round. I mean, I mean, you know, names like Sammy Watkins. I mean, there's hits, but teams like Sammy Watkins and Corey Davis and, you know, these players that are nice, but you know, yeah, it's the flashy, you know, pick the fans always want. But in this case, the, the, the Patriots have no umph. They have no, no ceiling. There's nothing there. Nikhil Harry, Damari bird, uh, who knows with steroid Edelman. I mean, James White, I mean, you like Damian Harris, but he's the focal point of the offense, really. I mean, I just you know, Sonny Michelle. I mean, they're they're just they're just so bland. Like they're probably like one of the two or three worst skill position talent wise in the league. Yeah, and that worked for so long that it's like they really weren't prepared for life after Tom in that sense because he always and they also made had they had pieces they had Gronk they had you know Edelman in his prime they had Moss right, you had, had Amendola was great here you had these running backs you always had um we had the Garrett Blunt for a few years on and off yeah. you know he went away came back was great both times he was with us I would take Waddle They're also well. a better offensive line yes yeah yeah it's not bad but yeah I would I mean it's really got to either be quarterback or I'm not a Mac. Mac Jones throws a beautiful deep ball, but um, it's not going to work in the I'm NFL. Take, how many guys have we what? seen? How many guys have we seen been able to throw a deep ball in college and it gets the NFL and these defensive backs are just so much more athletic and yeah, so much I mean, faster. He's not, it doesn't work. He's not mobile enough for me. Um, he just he's more he's like a Philip Rivers, a Tom Brady statue type. I mean, you need to have some mobility. He really, he really doesn't have any mobility and you know, he's obviously so young and he should have more mobility. Um, you know, someone like a burrow Herbert, these guys can really run. They can move on the, they can run, throw on the run. Donald Jones, you know, we've, we've mentioned the guys that can do that. You don't need to be a sprinter or, you know, run for first all the time. You need to be able to extend plays and, um, Mac Jones doesn't do that. So I think it's once again, it caps your upside there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Mac Jones's receivers that he's had, Devontae Smith, Waddle, Najee Harris. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, Judy in the, I mean, he's just has ridiculous talent and the best coach ever in college history. Maybe one of the best coaches in, in any sport almost. I mean, so I, I'm not buying Mac Jones in the, at the 15th pick for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't want Mac Jones. I would much rather them take Waddle than take Jones if that's what's yeah. available. I think they could also entertain trading up to that 
four to seven range if Fields or Wilson starts to drop. Yeah, I think so too. I think they let's see who they could. The Falcons probably aren't going to trade. I think the, the Falcons I think they want the Falcons fields. might have they might have their eye on Fields. He's a Georgia kid. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati, I could see Cincinnati trading, trade that swap first, and then give them you know your second round pick. I don't think Cincinnati's going to do anything that doesn't land them that offensive tackle from Oregon Sewell. The yeah, after what true. just happened to yeah, Burrow. That's very true. That's yeah, very they true. Need, they need him. The if e- they don't the if they don't come I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't even be surprised if Cincinnati paid a, a ransom to trade up to guarantee they got him. Cause, you know, it's he's uh, outside of Lawrence, he's the best player in the draft. And yeah. yeah. Well, who's to say there's not some team at, you know, ten to fifteen who doesn't really want a left tackle? And trades up to take them at four, you know. Right. Or, or the three. Jets. What? What would the yeah. Jets or take the him, Jets. Sully? If they if they Maybe trade the for Watson. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, if we get Watson, we obviously don't have him. But if 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 That's we don't true. trade, if we don't trade for Watson, um, obviously I'd love you know that's the preference. But if we don't trade for Watson, I think he's the guy. I do. Um, it sounds like they're gonna gonna ride with Sam Darnold. That's the belief is that the, you know, the, the, the staff is being assembled right now with, I mean, we, we didn't even, we haven't even mentioned it, but obviously the higher hiring, we didn't, we kind of forgot it happened so many days ago, but Robert Sala is the new Jets head coach. I mean, absolutely amped about that. He was my number two guy behind Brian Dabble. Um, everything you want in a leader, a proven record as a de- defensive coordinator, He's bringing over Matt LaFleur, Mike, no, Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, the Packers coach's younger brother. He was the uh, passing game coordinator. I believe he's going to be the offensive coordinator assembling the staff. Everything I'm hearing is great reviews of all these guys. So I think it's going to be a conglomerate of, of great um, minds across the board. Um, and, you know, solid takes solid is this, you know, very tough, Energetic guy, I can't see him not taking the uh, the the beast tackle Sewell. Um, I think he's gonna be. I'd say eighty percent chance we take him. Um, you know, with a slim chance we could take Wilson or Fields, but there'd have to be a change in when these guys get together and meet. Meaning the the new Jets coaching staff, there'd have to be a, a real change in their in their view of Sam Darnold, um, and that's that would probably be. Unlikely because they, I mean, these guys have seen the tape. They think he has a lot of untapped potential as do many GMs in the league. Um, they think he was, you know, a more, um, you know, kind of fallen victim to the gaze effect. So, which I agree in, in large part. So, so much three different offensive coordinators in three years. I mean, Sam definitely has potential. I mean, I, I, I even talk about Sam cause I'm so focused on getting Watson and I don't hate Sam at all. I just uh, Watson so tantalizing, coming off his best year ever without Will Fuller for half the year and without DeAndre Hopkins and with a old David Johnson. I mean, ooh, give me Watson or give me death. <laughs> it seems like that's just kind of what's going on with the Jets now. Like uh, to me, it it seems like the focus is just shifted to Watson or bust. You know, and yeah, I, I mean, yes, there's nothing like necessarily inherently wrong with that. But, you know, it's 
that's the that's what it seems like. Everyone's Sam, kinda... Sam seems like the backup plan now. And then, you know, two weeks ago, he was going to be the starter. Yeah. He was going to be the guy. Now he's like, oh, you know, like, it's going to suck if we, it's going to, it's going to be hard to get hyped up about him if, if we don't land Watson. What do you think the chances are they get Watson being the Jets? Um, I don't know. Uh, to me, uh, I think 50 is a fair number. I might eat a little more than that. Um, I don't know. I think it depends on how the Dolphins feel about Tua. I think it depends on how the Texans feel about Tua. Um, I think it it comes down to what the if the Texans press to really adding a player like Quentin Williams or if they're happy with a pick. Um, there's a lot of factors. Uh, to me, at what, at what point? At what point do you say you throw in Quentin Williams? You have a deal right now. Or you don't we walk away like at what do you say no three uh, first and three first and Quentin Williams three first and Quentin Williams you saying yes or no, no they shot say I'm doing that no no shot I'm doing that that's 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 um for the Texans don't have a ton of leverage right now so let's say that uh, let's say the Dolphins feel okay about you they don't love them they don't hate them I don't think the Dolphins are going to pay as much as the Jets would being the quarterback and the contract they have in Tua. I just, I don't think so. Um, what if the Jet? I mean, what if the, you have, the Texans have leverage in the sense that they have other teams that are bidding for their, that's the, yeah, that's the, the only leverage they have. But if the Dolphins say we're giving you Tua and three firsts, as opposed to you not putting Quentin Williams in there with three firsts, then your deal's not as good. And then you lose yeah, out under, under that. I, I mean, I guess the Dolphins would get him. I just I can't see. I mean, that's that's a lot. I mean, three firsts. And you're I agree. Considering a lot. One is the second overall. Uh, that's too. That's too, too sweet for I, I try and call the bluff and, you know, or, or see if they're, you know, um, the conversation for me would be two firsts and Quentin Williams. That would be something that I can be talked into. Um, but Quentin Williams by PFF was the second highest graded second year player. So out of all the second year pl- sophomore players, whatever you want to call him, he, uh, after a somewhat disappointing first year and he had that one legal issue and he, he is a great kid. Don't get me wrong. He had a monster year. I don't know if his number is up right now, but he had a monster year. Um, and being the second greatest out of everyone drafted in that 2019 class, he was the second best this year. Oh man. I mean, and as he should be, because he yeah. was that high. I just, um, he's he's such an important piece. You got to draft players, and you can't just keep trading them and letting them go. Whether it's Muhammad Wilkerson, Jamal um, Jamal Adams, I and mean, that's that's a situation we had to get rid of ourselves. And I get that Sheldon Richardson, you know, all these guys, and it's always D tackles, Muhammad Wilkerson, all these guys. Like we need to start. And I know it'd be for Watson clearly, but you need to start keeping players you draft. You can't just keep selling. You can't just keep selling them. It's not a good look for other teams. As much as I would love Salah, Watson, and Joe Douglas, that'd be a, one of the best trifectas I think in 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 the, in the game. I mean, in, in you know, not top, but you know, between the quarterback, GM, um, and coach, do I think that's one of the best young futures of many teams. But. Two firsts in Quentin Williams, I can probably be talked into it if I have to, but I'd rather give three firsts in Sam. Yeah, I think that's the the sweet spot. Um, it's just hard to, you know, 
I don't think there's ever been a quarterback this young and this talented available free agency or trade. I can't remember. No. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, Drew Brees after the injury. Yeah. That, if that's your best, like yeah, it might, be, really it might it. honestly be the best one. That's really yeah. it. And you got a guy who's got Jay Cutler? No, no real injury concerns. Jay uh, Cutler, maybe Jay Cutler was a hot. Yeah. Was he, he was a trade, right? He was, he was available. He was traded. But he yeah, was a hot commodity then. He was. He was. I don't think but, he was. I mean, I wouldn't no, have called you close, but that's just to your point of those are the yeah. names we're throwing around. Yeah, exactly. So, like, to me, it's just, I mean, we talk about the RG3 trade, and it was, you know, pretty much a disaster for Washington. But, like, that's kind of the, they kind of set the, the, the bar there, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that was a failure, but. Like, you know, for a fact, Deshaun Watson isn't going to be a failure. So now you're paying, you're back to paying that same price that the Redskins at the time paid for RG3, thinking he would have been a a superstar because Deshaun Watson is what, yeah, Deshaun Watson is what they thought RG3 was going to be. Yeah, it's proven. It's way more proven. Where is Watson ranked? Where is he ranked in the top? I mean, you got to say he's top six or seven at worst. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, and for the future, he's top three or four. I mean, if you get if you oh, give me yeah, Watson I'm or Herbert, today. Watson, Watson or Burrow, Watson. Um, I mean, I think you got a conversation for the future. I guess it's like Kyler. I'd rather Watson than Kyler. And like Watson or Allen, I think is a toss up. I mean, even for next season, how many quarterbacks are you taking over him? Three? Maybe. You take Rodgers over him. You take Mahomes over him. Um, Allen over him at this point. Allen is close, but I would say let's give the let's. I mean, it's also not fantasy, but yeah, I would probably let's give give him that. I'm not. I'll tell you right now, I'm not taking Lamar Jackson over him. No, 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 no. I'm not taking Dak over him. So uh, what? That puts him at fourth, fifth. That puts him at fourth. Um, is there anyone we're forgetting? Nobody not that I can. Dak is isn't Dak an unrestricted free agent this year? Technically, yes, he is. Yeah, he's going to get tagged, though. That's kind of fucked up how they can keep doing that. It is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of the franchise tag in general. Well, but but yeah, I mean, Dak also could have taken tons of money. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, Dak was That could be, I mean, that could be uh, a nice addition for uh, the boys in New England, but that'll never happen. He wants way too much money, even if they were able to have the chance to sign him. He wants way no, too much money. They no, never so he's the fourth. Much. So he'd be the fourth best quarterback going into next year. Yeah, yeah. I can't. And that's, I can't. And then when you and then when you add in the future, it's like okay, he's probably the same spot, if not higher. You know, because you got to take Rogers out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he would definitely be. I mean, who would you rather for this point going forward? We we, we forgot about Russell Wilson. I mean, I, I'm taking Watson over him at this point, but like Wilson's in the I'm conversation. I'm taking Watson over Wilson as well, but Wilson, yeah, so four or five, he's in the four or five range. Um, Wilson obviously had that awful end of the year, last nine to 10 games by his standards. Um, who would you rather have, Lawrence or Watson? Uh, Watson, you know, because the, it's the, the year commodity. difference is like two or three years. I don't, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on how much we're including in that. Because then, you know, Lawrence comes with the four, five years of team control at the good number. 
I, I don't. Yeah, I don't mean that. I just mean as a and the Jaguars won't be competitive enough to win during that time, in my opinion. But uh, just as a player, sole player, like for the rest of their careers, the next 15, 10 to fifteen years, who would you rather have as they pl- the the player? Uh, Watson. I think he's uh, he's more dynamic. Um, yeah. He's you know. It, there's never been really issues with his with his accuracy or anything that were you know you, you, that worried people coming into um, coming into the league. I mean, and like Tom said, he's a proven commodity. You know, we don't he, Lawrence is you know billed as the next Andrew Luck, but we he's not proven it yet. You know, Andrew Luck was not a top ten quarterback for his whole career, even. No, no. at his best, yeah. at his best, he was a top five at quarterback. His, at his best, but, he was like five to seven range, probably. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. So, um. Yeah, I mean, Luck had a lot of up and down years, not all of his fault, but obviously Lawrence could surely see the same fate being. Yeah, I mean, Lawrence's ceiling is the best quarterback in the NFL for a number of years. We don't know what his floor is, Yeah, but that's his ceiling. Deshaun Watson, we know he's already reached, not necessarily hasn't reached the ceiling, but his we know what his floor is. His floor is what he is right now. You know, top 10 quarterback. Yeah, his floor is a top 10 quarterback. You know, so the, it's about mitigating risk, yes. Um, yeah, I, I think I would lean towards Watson as well. I do. Yeah, I definitely would. But, um, Sully, some more uh, bright spots in your uh, sports fandom. The Mets making moves. Don't go there. No. Making, they're making respectable moves. Oh, okay. They made, they made oh, no, my God. What did you think I was going to say? The, <laughs> they, uh, who do you think I am? Mother, there's, <laughs> wait, did, did anything else happen in the Mets world today? Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying they made a respectable move. The Wilpons would not have made that move that quickly and swiftly. Uncle, oh, okay, Uncle Stevie, okay. Uncle Stevie, doing what he needs to do to keep his organization running. Yes, well. yes. No, I thought, yeah, I thought I missed something as well. I'm like, who did we get? No, uh, no. I yeah. mean, you guys have had a great, a pretty good off season so far. There's a lot of rumor. Yeah, you're at the center of every. Yeah, you're at the center of every rumor there is. This guy means business, and I mean, uh, no, he. I know he means business. He's got the checkbook, Uncle Stevie. Um, yeah, no, that was the the best part of it. For those that don't know, the Mets GM Porter. Saying, I don't know, 62 straight text messages without response. This woman unsolicited, um, you sent, know. Some, sent some dickies to her, too. Yeah. And it was like, ha ha, those were stock joke images. Ha ha ha. No. You know, this guy's just pathetic and desperate. He looks like a slob. He looks gross. Like, I, I, I like, I'm, I keep looking at pictures of him. I'm like, how do we hire this guy? He just looks greasy. Um, it doesn't shock me. I'm completely judging him. And, but, um, yeah, we, we did it in like 12. I don't know if we did. We do it last night or this morning. I don't know exactly. We we did it right away, though. We did it like we found it as soon as we got the information, read it. Alderson and uh, Stevie were like, yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> he's got to go. <laughs> he's got to go. Like the more you read about the story, the more it got worse. At first, I was like, oh, you know, maybe cancel culture for him. And then I'm like, oh, my God, like it just the story keeps getting worse. And this dude's just pathetic. He needs help. And. Yeah, not a I mean, good look. Not not a good look at all. Sixty-two. No, yeah, but the right. like, good look was that we we handled it. We yes, handled it. Yeah, done. exactly. That was not. Yeah, I don't think you can necessarily blame the Mets in this. I mean, people no, are. No, you can't blame the Mets. They did everything the right way as soon as they were made aware of it. Are people blaming the Mets? Yeah, of course. There's always going to be people blaming 
people in this in this type of situation. That, you know, of course, they didn't vet him good enough. They didn't talk to females about him. That you know, there's always going to be someone that finds we didn't something talk to, to women about him. That's the thing. But it's like in hindsight, obviously, I get that. But um, every person yeah, you're going to ask is, has this guy sexually assaulted anyone? Like, yeah, um, it's not something yeah. natural. Yeah, it's not that shouldn't the be Mets something you have did to did what ask. they had to do. Yeah, they did what they had to do in a timely manner and and they're going to move on. That's it. Yeah, you know? exactly. It Unfortunate that you have to find a new GM now. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, short term it'll be Sandy and the assistant GM that we hired. Um it's going to be like a group effort probably, but Sandy's done the job before. And you know, And who's he, that that guy the the assistant GM you hired is a pretty experienced guy, right? He's been assistant GM for a while now, right? Yeah, was, I believe so. Wasn't he an assistant GM with some other uh, other team last year yeah. or the last few years? Yeah, his name's escaping me, but is he's, he's, yeah, he's not. He, he's not. Um, he'll he'll be fine. He'll definitely be fine. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to hire a GM. I don't know if Sandy or that guy that guy could take it over. Um, that's where. Let me see what New York. Let's see what, um, uh, yeah, Zach Scott to be, a, um, we hired him on December 23rd, Zach Scott, he was runner up for the job. Um, so he's, he's, he could be the guy he could, you know, being that he was runner up for the job, he very well could be it. Um, seems so, like a logical choice. The guys yeah. the runner up and you yeah, hire him to be the second in command. Yeah. You already have him on yeah, payroll. <laughs> like, so, um, but you know that right now my eyes is all on George Springer. Uh, I really want, I really want Springer on the Mets. Um, I, I mean, that would just absolutely give us a disgusting lineup with all, you know, you know, you'd have, uh, whether it's Nimmo, Nimmo McNeil and, Lindor, Alonzo, Conforto, McCann, um, Springer, obviously. I mean, we'd have we'd have a we'd have a balance of righties and lefties and power and contact. Um, and I think we'd we'd undoubtedly have a top five lineup with Springer. I mean, right? I would I would assume so. Yeah, and you've got the solid yeah, starting with, pitching. You've got you've got what you need. It's just I mean, Carrasco is huge for us. I mean, the I mean that was that was such a, a hidden part of the. I mean, Carrasco had a fantastic year. You know, we got Carrasco, Degrom, Thor after the injury when he returns. Stroman, this guy David Peterson did well last year. We just got this guy Joey Lucchese, who's he's not bad at all. He's a lefty as well for depth. Matt's is trash at this point, but um. It's just and that the other matter. Guy looking at, it's just a matter what? of are the Mets going to stay healthy this year? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the more guys we have, the more. Yeah, no, definitely the better chance. I mean, but I mean, we're looking at Brad Hand too, um, the closer, the 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 elite closer. So, are we gonna get both? Or we? I think we'll get at least one of them. I think we'll get at least one of them. Um, two would be a home run. Two would be a home run. I think we're world series contenders in that world. Cause I mean, we got this guy, Trevor May is a really solid, um, guy. I expect Batances to be better. Edwin Diaz was actually low key, pretty good for most of the year. You got Lugo going back to the pen. Um, we got Wilson's a good reliever as well. We'd have, you know, we'd have, we'd have hand, Wilson, Lugo, and um, and Diaz. I mean, those are four top elite elite 
arms right there. So on paper, we would be World Series contenders. I think we got both those guys. Yeah, um, I'm pulling for front you. Four. I mean, how can you argue with Degrom, Syndergaard, you know, Carrasco, and Stroman? I mean, that that's gonna that's gonna play in any series. So um, I'm tempering expectations on the Mets and the Jets. Um, we got to take it one day at a time. But right now, my focus is Watson for the Jets, Springer for the for the Mets. And if we don't get him, we're probably gonna get JBJ, Jackie Bradley Jr., the fantastic center fielder for the. Red Sox, obviously, Tom knows how good he is. He's the best of the best when it comes to defensive center fielders. Can't hit um, for shit, but he's a great defender. He had a good hitting year. He actually yeah. had two like, Yeah, well, even a blind know, squirrel not, finds a nut every once in a while. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's not a great hitter. <laughs> he's not a great hitter, but he wouldn't have to be because we've had such a lack of um, defensive prowess up the middle from, from range up the middle to center field to catcher. The catcher has replaced Ramos. To McCann, huge upgrade defensively. Lindor, range-wise, huge upgrade over Rosario. Um, second base, Cano, done with PEDs. Now you got McNeil, huge difference range up the middle. And center field, either going to have Springer or Jackie Bradley, a huge upgrade over Nimmo who sh- or Conforto, who shouldn't be playing center field. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. Either way, it's an upgrade. The future is looking bright. I'm pulling for you. Um, Thanks. I, I'm pulling for you because my poverty it's franchise isn't going to do anything. My poverty franchise is going to be bottom of the barrel again, but that's besides You're the fact. You're looking bad right now. Wow. Oh, I, my, just, I don't I even, about I don't even, let's not even get into it this week. We'll get into it. We have plenty of time to get into how bad the Red Sox are and they're going to continue being. Yeah. What we need to talk about is the AFC and NFC championship matchups. We're going to start with the sat, uh, the early game. We are going to start with the Bucks going up to Green Bay, uh, playing the Packers. The line's three and a half in favor of the Packers. Um, I believe the total is 51 and a half. I'm just double checking on that right now. But I believe it's 51 and a half. We'll pretend like it is for the moment. Um, what do you guys think of this one? I mean, I love seeing my guy Brady back in a conference championship. 14 for 20. Pretty... <laughs> Pretty incredible that he's 14 for 20 on going to the conference championship. Yeah, it's impressive, but you know who I'm picking. I you know, mean, know who you're picking. <laughs> no, I know. We know, you know who why you're I'm picking. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I think, you know, I think there's obviously Brady has has the experience in the weather, but it's going to be a cold one in Green Bay. We might get some snow. We're going to have a lot of wind. Um Oh man! And, Lam- and Lambo is going to have fans. I mean, I know Brady has. Done if only not, he played. If only he Brady. played in the second coldest location in football for all I'm those not years. About Brady, but there's other people on the team. There in is. case you didn't know, there is, um, and they're all Florida boys. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, but I, you know, I think Jair Alexander is going to be huge for them. I think he was the second player ever something to hold or the first player since like 2000 or 2002 or something to hold the number one receiver to negative receiving yards. He held, uh, he had three negative three receiving yards allowed in, in the divisional round against the Rams. Uh-huh. Um, so if he can, I mean, even if you take Godwin or Evans and hold them to 20 or 30 yards, you know, or 40 yards. AB's That's, hurt, right? AB's hurt. Yeah. yeah AB's with his leg. Up. Yeah. Um, is he going to play? I presume he'll play, but I don't know. I, I think it was real mixed signals today when 
at least reporting on his status. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I imagine I, he'll probably go on like uh, probably I would say Godwin, I guess. Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that I don't think they're gonna let Aaron Rodgers going to be able to do what. He, they did the first time against him. You know, he's already seen them once this year and Rogers has that photographic memory. He remembers every single down he's ever played in the NFL to a T. Uh, so I think that could be real useful second time around. And, they were, that I mean, was a weird game. They were up 10, nothing. They lost like 30 something to 10. It was, that's yeah. a weird, that's a weird game. Yeah. I think it was 30, 34 or 38 on. Clearly we can't put too much stock in those games. Cause I mean, I thought the saints were going to win by Same. like, Four to seven points, and I mean they destroy, absolutely embarrassed the Bucks both times, two times, not once, and you know uh, they ended up losing by a, a decent ten points. So um, you know we can't put too much stock in these games, and it was a while ago. It was so long ago. So yeah, it was week six. Um, yeah, I mean I just I think this is an Aaron Rodgers revenge tour. Fuck you tour. Um, I, you know I, I, I my pick at the beginning of the year was. Chiefs over Packers in the Super Bowl, and I'm I'm sticking with that pick. I am taking the Bucks here with the points at least. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a very close game. Um, I think it'll be similar to the Saints game. I think the um, I think Brady and the receivers will probably struggle, but I also think the Packers are going to struggle against the Bucks D. Um, I think I don't think this total will hit. I think I would take the under in this one, um, which hasn't been very profitable when um, in these Aaron Rodgers and uh, Tom Brady games. But I think you take the under in this one. Um, I think it's close, and I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if we saw the Bucks being the first team ever to play at home for a Super Bowl. Oh, I can't, I can't, I, I can't see Rodgers losing again in the conference finals. I, uh, I don't, I mean, the, one of the weaknesses of their, of their defense is the run game. Um, Leonard Fournette has definitely been improved. Um, him and Rojo are not Play an awful Lenny. duo, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he, I mean, the, and the run deep for the Packers has been much improved of late as well. Yeah, it um, definitely has. So I don't, I don't think that. Um, I don't think that they're going to run all over. Um, I think Brady's going to have to have a really good game, a 280 yard, three touchdown game to beat him. Um, and I mean, let's be honest, the saints, I mean, the saints were ahead in most of that game against them or within three points for pretty much the whole game. And they turned it over four times in the game. So, um, that game was really close and it kind of shouldn't have been. We look at the turnover margin four to zero, so, um, I mean, there's one thing we know Aaron Rodgers is going to do. He's not going to turn it over. And if he does, once maybe, but not more than one interception or one fumble, in my opinion. Could someone else turn it over? Yeah, special teams. But I don't think the Packers are going to turn it over much. And, I mean, you know, when you're talking about the Bucks last week, they had the ball at the, San- at the New Orleans 40, 20, and 3-yard line. So, I know everyone's like, oh, Brady's amazing, like, I mean, one one play, like he literally, someone cheered. Uh, Brady's the goat. He threw a three yard touchdown after getting the ball <laughs> at the three yard line. I mean, yeah. come on now, yeah. like. The, I mean, Brady, I mean, Brady, had, Brady didn't Brady play had bad. A, he didn't play bad, but he did not play very good at all. I mean, when he you had get a mediocre the ball three game. times in the other opponents, uh, in the in the opponents' 
side of the field. You better score at least 14 points, 17 points. I mean, he's I essentially think. guaranteed three. I mean, you're guaranteed points. You're on guaranteed those three drives. six points there minimum. Uh, worst case scenario with the with the and and if you got five yards, nine with the other 40, 20 and the three. So, yeah, I mean, I I just, you know, I, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to say that maybe they'll turn over once, maybe twice. They're not going to turn it over three, four times. Aaron Rodgers is going to turn it over three, four times against the Bucks defense. The Bucks defense is really good. The Bucks defense definitely needs credit. Um, they're definitely no joke. Um, but um, Carlton Davis has had a great year for sure. Um, Carlton Davis, have fun with Devontae Adams. Um, Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the game. Jari's probably two. Carlton Davis is no slouch, top five or six. But um, yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get cooked. That's my that's my my. I think Adams will go for ten for a buck forty and a touchdown. I think he's absolutely gonna go gonna go off. Yeah, it'll definitely be a good game. I think the uh, I think the better game, obviously, of the weekend is going to be Chiefs Bills. Uh, it's a reason why they put it as the late game on Sunday. Uh, you definitely have the best matchup there. Um, Bill, obviously, the underdog being on the road, going up against the defending Super Bowl champs. The line is uh, three in favor of Kansas City. The total is pretty much the same, 53.5 there. Um, I got to say, I love the Bills. I'm going dogs this week. I love the Bills. I think the Bills, this is the year they're going to break through. I think they have a really, really, really good chance of winning the Super Bowl. They... uh, They've been playing close games and they've been gutting it out and you're not going to blow the Chiefs out. It's going to be another close game. Um, Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure he'll play, but it's still up in the air as of right now. Obviously, if Mahomes doesn't play, the Bills are going to the Bills are going to run away with this one. They need Mahomes to be able to win this game, I think. But um, if even if Mahomes does play, I think it's going to be a close game. And I think uh, Josh Allen's going to be able to get it done. I think he's going to lead this team to another win. Yeah, I, I like what I've loved the Bills, but um, I'm sticking with the Chiefs here. Um, I just I, I think I think the Bills are kind of like they're the team that's just they're progressing every year. They're they're not quite there. They, they not not quite at the point where they know where they should be. It's kind of like they're uh, they're they're performing better than they're used to. Uh, and I don't think that they're gonna. It's like the Browns. You know, they're taking the steps every year, going one step further. Next year, I think the Bills could really break through. But I also think there's an element of the the Chiefs kind of feeling a little disrespected. They're kind of the least talked about team out of the four, and they view themselves as far and away the best team remaining. And you could certainly make an argument that they're far best remaining. Uh, so I, I think at home, I'm just not. This is all obviously assuming Mahomes is is healthy and ready to go, but. Um, I'm riding the Chiefs out. I think there's a little they feeling a little disrespected and slighted and the the Bills just aren't aren't there yet for me to topple the defending champs and the best team in the league. I'm going with the Bills. Uh, I get both arguments are valid. Um, maybe some bias here. I acknowledge I've have some money on the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Um, either team I think could win it for sure, but um I think I like the Bills defense over the Chiefs defense at the end of the day. Chiefs defense isn't isn't awful, but I think the Bills defense, especially after what they did to Lamar last week, like my God. Um I think they're 
they're playing confident there. Um, they're ready for the running quarterback. If Mahomes does play, and I imagine he will play again, like you guys said, um, I think he's. Yeah, I think I, I think they're ready to ready to defend. I mean, also you don't want dirty play, but if Mahomes does play, you don't think there's going to be you know some shots to the head or you know hard hits. I mean, one hard hit to the head, he's he's done. Realistically, I mean, you know, yeah. You hate to put it that way, but it's true. I mean, you know, when players are hurt, you know, you're trying to hit them harder and more near that area. Obviously, head hunting isn't something that you can do as blatant as an ankle, but but still, I mean, he's got this pinch nerve concussion, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, you know, if he's diving head first, he's going to be a runner. Someone's going to take a shot at him. That's just how it's going to be. Um, so there's no guarantee Mahomes plays the whole game is what I'm trying to say. Um so I I, th- I think that I think the Bills will win. I'm gonna say by a field goal. I think I think Josh Allen is playing tremendous. Um, I mean, I mean, he, he, was he fantastic last week? No, against the Ravens. The Ravens' defense is ten times better than the Chiefs. So um, this week uh, this week will be easy compared to last week for him, which he didn't play fantastic. But um, the Bill the Ravens' D is top three or four. Chiefs probably I don't know twentieth. So I'll take the Bills in a close one by a field goal. I like it. I like it. I think it'll be a close game either way. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting hard for the Bills. Wanna, let's keep those championships inside the right division at least. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that is going to do it for this week's episode. We will be back next week to discuss the fallout from the championship weekend, the conference championship weekend. I'm sure we'll have more MLB news to talk about. Maybe we'll get into a little NBA but in the meantime, follow us on the socials at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter. Um, rate, subscribe, rate and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review and uh, go to BleacherFan.com and check out the store. The link is in the buy. Uh, the link is in the description for the episode. So go click that link. Check it out. Ton of great merch in there, and we will be back next week.